Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the show. I hope you're having an incredible week. It is the first official week of fall. This is my favorite time of the year. We've got the cool weather kicking here on the East Coast, and I'm loving every minute of it. So hopefully you are too. But today we're going to talk about identity. And I'm going to share with you three identities that I believe are absolutely necessary for you to adopt if you want to achieve the highest level of success in your network marketing business. You know, we have talked a lot recently on this podcast about this concept of identity, which is really just your mindset when it comes to yourself and your business. And I've been doing a lot of thinking about this topic. As most of you know, I'm in the process of writing my first book, and we're really, really going to be spending a lot of time on mindset. So I've really been thinking about this concept of identity because I want to try to serve each and every one of you in this area to my best ability. And as I have gone deeper and deeper into my thought process around this, what started to come up for me is I've identified three different kind of mindsets or identities that you've got to have and that I think a lot of people struggle with. So if you are someone that struggles with mindset and belief, today I believe is going to be potentially a life-changing episode because what my hope is I want to get you to start looking and thinking about yourself in a different way when it comes to your business. And I have a sneaky suspicion that today I may open some of your eyes to issues that you've had that have been holding you back that you didn't even realize. So today's going to be a really, really important one. But guys, I have to just share this quick story with you. So my son, Grayson, if you're new to the podcast, maybe you haven't heard me talk about him, but I'm guessing you have. He just turned two a couple of weeks ago. One of the things that I truly am so grateful for is having the time freedom and the ability to be able to spend time with him. And, you know, my wife and I, Shannon, we talk about this all the time about how, you know, a lot of dads don't get to do that with younger kids. And I'm just so grateful to God that I've been given the time and the personal freedom to be able to be there with my son as he's growing. And one of the things that we do three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays are my days is I sit with him and we have breakfast together in the morning and then we watch some cartoons. But he's getting to the point now where he's starting to eat cereal. And just a little side note about me, I love cereal. Even as like a young adult, every single day I would eat a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios with chopped up bananas. I mean, just thinking about it now and talking about it like I'm starting to salivate. A simple thing, but I just loved a bowl of cereal in the morning. And I don't eat cereal anymore because I try to cut sugar out and I usually don't eat breakfast, but he's eating cereal and he's eating Cheerios. And I'm sitting there every morning drinking my coffee, watching him with such FOMO, like I wish I had a bowl of cereal. And I was telling Shannon one day, you know, about how much I used to love cereal. And anyway, so the amazing wife she is, she went online and she found me some healthy adult cereal. Oh my God. If you guys haven't heard of this yet, The name of the company, I have to share it for you. Now, they're not sponsoring this. I just am like excited about this. It's called Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. You got to go look them up. And basically what this company has done is with all natural, like gluten-free, sugar-free, they use like some sort of natural sugar. It's got protein, but it's like net carbs of like three grams per serving. But it's like good for you. 
they have replicated like childhood cereals, like Frosted cereal and Cocoa Puffs and Fruit Loops. And you can buy them in like a variety box. And she got them for me. And it literally was the best gift I've ever gotten. Because now, and I don't do it every day, but now I can have a little treat in the morning. I have my healthy cereal. I can feel good about myself. And it's so amazing. So now it's not cheap, I will tell you. It's literally like 10 bucks a box, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, I'm just kind of like excited because I get to have cereal again. That has nothing to do with identity. And I'm not really sure why I shared that with you, but I didn't have anybody else to tell. So I just wanted to tell all of you. So, all right, let's get into the message for today. We've talked a lot about identity on this podcast. And I think it's so critical for you to understand the role that identity plays in your eventual failure or success in your business. And like I mentioned to you, I've identified three separate identities that I think you have to learn how to adopt and own and step into if you want to achieve success. And if you're new to the podcast, you know, maybe you haven't heard us talk much about identity. So let me just give you a brief refresher. Every single one of you has an identity when it comes to your business. And your identity is made up of your thoughts, your beliefs, and the stories that you tell about yourself when it comes to your business and success. Now, when we talk about identity, just to be clear, it's not the person that you pretend to be when you're leading your team or you're on social media. It's how you really feel about yourself behind closed doors. And this concept of identity, what it did was it led me to the single greatest aha moment that I've ever had in my career. Success is not a matter of doing. It is a matter of being. It took me years to figure this out. And I did what most people do, probably what you do. I spent all my time focusing on the strategies and the tactics in my business, right? I thought that in order for me to solve my problems or in order for me to hit bigger goals, I just had to work harder and I had to do more. And this is a huge mistake. And it's the reason why most people never achieve their goals. See, if you truly want to transform your business in your life, you have to start from the foundation, not of what to do but examining who you need to be in order to deserve success. And that is what identity is all about. Here's the analogy that I want to use. Think of identity as the thermostat for your life, right? All of us have an internal temperature setting when it comes to the level of success, the level of income that we feel that we deserve. And what winds up happening is over time, That internal temperature setting will always dictate your results, right? Think about how a thermostat works. You set the temperature. If the temperature in the room gets too hot, it kicks in and cools it off. If it gets too cool, it kicks in and warms it up. And what we learn is that over time, our external results will always be a reflection of this internal temperature setting. And here's the problem for most of us in this area. We have identities that limit ourselves, right? Our day is dominated by negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that keep us from the results that we want. And we work hard and we hustle and we grind. We focus on the wrong things. And all the while, this is the thing that's at play. Now, most of us have no idea. We're completely unconscious. It's like this is running on autopilot, but it is always the thing that is running the show. 
I just think it's important for us to all acknowledge we all have issues of worthiness. We all have negative thoughts. We all have beliefs that hold us back. And it's just important to understand that you're never going to out-earn or outperform the person that deep down inside you truly believe yourself to be. So we've got to start here. And that's why I think this episode is going to be so important for you because I want to give you three tangible areas that I want you to start focusing on. So let me give you the three identities. Here are the three identities that are needed for massive success in network marketing. And I'm going to go through each one and then I'll break them down. Number one is business owner. Number two is network marketer. And number three is a leader. I will tell you, at some point in your career, you must begin to see yourself as these three things and act consistent with these three different identities. So let's get into each one. Let's talk first about business owner. The first thing I want all of you to realize is that you are a business owner. Now, I get it. Network marketing is very different than most traditional brick and mortar businesses. Now, I would argue that's what makes this such an amazing business is we give people the ability, all the benefits of business ownership without any of the disadvantage in terms of large startup costs and costs to run that business and having to have things like employees and purchasing products and physical locations. Most of these things are the things that prohibit people from ever starting a business. But we have to understand that even though network marketing is very different, it is still a business nonetheless. And this is where a lot of you struggle because you do not see yourself as a business owner. You do not act and think in a way that is consistent with someone that is running a business. And here's how I know. It is the language that you use to explain what you do to other people. Now, I am sorry if I step on some toes right now. But if I do, know that it is only from the best possible place because I want to help you. But here's how I can tell a lot of you struggle in this area. When it comes to sharing your business with people, here's the language that I hear you using all the time. You call it things like a little side gig or your part-time thing. You call it your side hustle, right? Or you refer to it as a shampoo biz, a makeup biz, a skincare biz. That kind of language, although technically is accurate, tells me, reveals to me that you have some limiting beliefs about yourself when it comes to this area. See, here's where I want to challenge you. I want you to ask yourself this question. Do you really believe that that is all you are offering to people? Do you really believe that all you're offering people is a little part-time thing, that it's just a skincare biz? that it's just a makeup is, isn't it so much more than that? Now, you know the answer to the question. You know it's so much more than that. But yet, this is the way you present what you do day in and day out to your prospects. And this language is shaping their perception of what it is that you are offering them. And here's what I want you to think about. Have you ever wondered why you do that? Now, I know most of you, it's not your fault. Probably what was just taught to you by your upline and their upline learned it from their upline. But at some point, somebody's got to ask, is this really an effective way for us to share what we do? Now, if you're getting results from that method, then okay. But I'm going to just guess that most of you that are doing that, you're not seeing the results that you want. 
And I want you to understand why. And here's the reason why we do this. It's because deep down, you haven't yet stepped into really seeing yourself as a business owner and believing that you are someone that has what it takes to build a successful business. Now, I get why this is such a struggle for most people because it was a huge struggle for me for years in this profession. And here's the reason why. Most of us that start network marketing businesses have never even considered starting a business prior to joining our company. And a lot of times, and I bet this describes a lot of you, you become a business owner because you fell in love with the products of the company. You had some sort of transformation or great story related to taking the products, and it just kind of became a natural progression where somebody said, hey, you should make some money sharing this thing. And you're like, yeah, sure, why not? And then all of a sudden, you're a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. You get to go tell all your family and friends that you own a business. It makes you feel good, but you have no idea what that means. And here's how I know that. Because you certainly aren't acting like a business owner. And the way that you act, the things that you do, and the things that you say reveal to me the thoughts that are going on in your head. Because remember what you learned here, your thoughts determine your feelings, which determine your actions. So we have to go back to the beginning. And here's the thing I really want you to understand. If you were a traditional business owner, Let's say that you acted the way that you do in your network marketing business. Here's what I can promise you. You would not have a business for very long. Some of you are like, it's a part-time business, but I want you to be real with yourself. You don't even have a part-time business. You have what I like to call a sometime business, right? You work it when you feel like it or when it's convenient or, you know, I feel motivated today. I'll do some work, which if we're honest, is barely ever. They're starting and stopping, right? You don't think like somebody that owns a real business. And we have all these negative thoughts and all these limiting beliefs that are swirling around in our head because of this. And the way that it shows up, like I said, is in our actions. And I'm going to give you some other examples because maybe some of you are not clear yet if you're falling victim of this. But let me share with you some other actions that manifest from this mindset. Here's the first thing. A lot of us do this. We make what we do seem small, right? This is what I was talking about earlier. We downplay what we do, whether it's not to make other people feel uncomfortable or here's what I think is at play for a lot of us. If you just downplay what you're doing and you make it seem small, then it's like you're not setting yourself up for failure. It's almost like you not getting your hopes or your expectations up. Like if I don't really give it my all, if I just kind of put my toe in the water and just I'm one leg in, one leg out, then it'll hurt less if it doesn't work for me, right? Or here's, if you do see success, you're embarrassed to share it with other people. See, I had this happen to me for so long when I finally started having some success and making money, I downplayed my success. And I'm like, why do I do that? Because I can remember for so long when I was broke, I was like, man, wait till I start making some money in this thing. I'm telling everybody, everybody told me no. And I thought I was going to do it. And then I started making some money and I found myself like embarrassed to share it with people. I used to downplay my own success. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't understand. And I'm going to tell you why. Here's why. It's because the results that you are seeing externally are not consistent with that internal temperature setting of yours. 
And I will tell you, this is a very dangerous place to be because here's what happens. If you do not address this at the level of thought and belief, at the level of identity, you may start to see results that are greater than what you're used to. But if you don't raise that level of belief, if you don't raise that temperature setting, it is only a matter of time before you lose those results. And this is why. And not a lot of people talk about this, but I'm going to say it right now. This is why it is so much harder for successful network marketers to keep the money that they make than it is making money. Over the course of my career, I made a decent amount of money, but I spent it as quick as I could make it because I always had issues in this area of my life. So let me help you and let me serve you. If you can address this area now before you start making the big money, you're going to put yourself in a better position because look, Financial freedom only comes if you can learn how to be responsible and smart with the money that you're making. Don't fall into the trap that society will tell you today that in order for you to fit the picture of success, you got to drive a car you can't afford and live in a house that you can't afford and quit your job before you're not ready. Look, that stuff, that's not the measure of success as far as I'm concerned. Success is you being able to set yourself up and your family for future generations, and that's only going to happen is if you can become financially smart, which starts with this right here. So I want you to start thinking like a business owner, and I want you to start treating your business like a business, and I want you to ask yourself, how would that make you show up differently? Now, the place to start is with your thoughts and beliefs. If you were already a successful business owner, maybe you know one in your personal life, how would you be thinking and feeling differently? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself, how would you show up different every day? Well, I'll tell you, if you owned a traditional business, you would have to show up every day, even if you didn't feel like it, even if it wasn't convenient, even if you weren't motivated or felt bad or down because you want to know what? You don't show up, you're at risk of not having a business. It's the little things that you do over time that make the biggest difference. So think about these things. Picture what that super successful business owner would be doing and thinking and looking like and feeling and start acting those out today. And here's the beauty of this. When you start thinking like a business owner and you start feeling like a business owner, you will start acting like one. You will start talking to your prospects in a different way. You won't downplay what you do. You will offer it to them with confidence and excitement and belief, knowing that you are giving them a vehicle that can change their lives, that can give them time freedom, financial freedom, personal freedom, if that's what they're looking for. So that's number one, business owner. Let's get to number two. This is my favorite one, by the way. Number two is network marketer. I will tell you this. If you want to become successful in this profession, you must realize this. You don't do network marketing. You must become a network marketer. This is so important for you to understand. Now, some of you are like, Bob, what's the difference? Don't do, be, what? Here's what I mean. Some of you have not owned the fact of what it means to be a part of this profession. Some of you are not proud of sharing this profession with other people. Some of you are what I affectionately call network marketing secret agents. Now, you might be thinking, what's that mean? Well, here's what it means. You're in, but nobody knows. 
because you're too scared and embarrassed to share your products in business with them. But you go to the meetings, you get on the calls, you're all excited, but you don't do nothing. You're a secret agent. That mindset is not going to make you very successful. Look, in order for you to be successful, you have to really step into what it means to be a part of this profession. You got to stop toying around with this thing. You got to stop trying it out. Look, anybody that tells me I'll give it a try, what they tell me is they do not see themselves as a network marketer yet. They don't understand what this profession means. They're basing their notions of what it means to be a network marketer based off of past interactions with people that didn't get it and never really understood it themselves. And what happens is this, is if you don't ever really look at yourself and become proud of what it means to be a part of this profession, you are never going to fully commit to your own success or take responsibility. And here's the problem that a lot of people have in this area. It's like I said, we all have a picture of what it means to be a network marketer that is not in alignment with our core values, our beliefs, and the principles that guide our life. We think that in order to become successful, we have to become someone that we're not. We believe that we have to sacrifice because we have all these limiting beliefs about success and making money and work and all this stuff. We feel as though that in order for us to succeed, we've got to sacrifice everything else that's important in our lives at the altar of success. And it's not true. It's a limiting belief. And you need to address this area because if there's incongruence between who you are in your life as a mother, as a father, in your faith, in your community, whatever the things that are most important to you, if you think that you can't be that person here, you're going to struggle. You've got to get alignment. You have to understand. You don't have to be anybody different than who you are in your business, and you can be massively successful. You can create success on your terms. You can build a business around your life and your priorities. You can create success honoring your priorities and values in life, but this is not the message that we hear in our society today. So what I want you to do in this area is this. I want you to create an identity for yourself of what it means to be in this profession that you can step into and you can feel proud of, that you can own, that you can really feel good about. And I'll tell you, that was my original vision for creating the idea of legacy leadership. To me, a legacy leader is that identity. It is the identity that is driven by the core values of love and service and growth. It is teaching people that network marketing is a vehicle. It is a vehicle to help you live out the purpose for your life. It is a vehicle to help you become the person that God created you to be, to reach your full potential and to use the gifts that he has given you in service of making other people's lives better, of making the world a better place. Network marketing draws this out of you. It forces you to face your fears. It forces you to grow. Right? Network marketing is a vehicle to help you achieve true freedom in your life, financial freedom, time freedom, personal freedom to be who you are in your business, while at the same time honoring your priorities and values. Guys, there are very few businesses that give people the ability to do this. See, this is where I want you, whether you want to call it legacy leader or not, in your own life, I want you to create this identity for yourself. And a key thing for you to do this is you've got to shift your mindset. 
Shift your mindset from one of a sales mindset, which is just about making money and pushing products, and you look at people as commission checks. This is the thing which causes that lack of alignment to a service mindset. And understand that, look, I want you to make tons of money in your business. I want you to have the life of your dreams. But I also want you to understand that that money and success is only as good as what you do with it in service of other people. And you shouldn't have to sacrifice everything at the altar of success. You can win at work and succeed at home. You can be an amazing leader and an even better mom and wife and sister or brother or father, whatever that might be. And here's where I think legacy leadership is so important. It's understanding that network marketing is the best vehicle you will ever have to help you create the ultimate product for your life, which is your legacy. Your legacy is the ultimate product of your life. Your legacy is infinitely more important than skincare or health products or makeup. I'm not downplaying the role that your products play in transforming other people's lives, but your legacy, you only get one shot at it. Your legacy is created by the person that you were during the course of your life, right? Your value is not in the things that you do, in your accomplishments, in the rank that you are. Your value is the person that you are. And that value is created every day through small moments of service and impact that your business allow you to practice every single day. I would rather be remembered for the person that I was during my lifetime for the people that matter to me the most than the things that I accomplished and the things that I left them in terms of financial and monetary and and things, right? I want to be remembered for the contribution that I made. When I face God, when I'm done, when my life is over, I want to be able to say I left it all on the field. I gave it my all. And look, I'm going to just call some of you out right now because some of you, Say that you want it. You talk a good game, but you're not showing up. You're like, I'm feeling called to do something, right? I know God's put me here for a purpose. Well, God's waiting for you. Get to work. Do something. Work harder, right? Use the gifts that are in you. Stop letting your doubt and your fear hold you back. You were meant for so much more in your life. It makes me so frustrated when I see so many of you that I know have the ability to do so much more but you're stuck in your own self-imposed prison of fear, your comfort zone, afraid to take action, questioning yourself. You got to step into this with power and you got to understand you have the ability to do much, much more than you are right now. Here's the final one. I got fired up there for a second. Excuse me. I was jumping around in my office here. Nobody was, if somebody was here to see me, they'd be like, dude, what are you on right now? I just get fired up. I get fired up for you because I want you to win. The third identity is leader. When I talk about leader, here's what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on getting rid of your limiting beliefs that you have about yourself when it comes to leadership. Look, most people, most of you, if you're not seeing success in your business, I bet it's in large part because you're lacking this important belief that you are a leader. Now, here's one of the things that holds us back in this area. It's called imposter syndrome. We work hard. We eventually get a little bit of a team. And then that team starts looking at us, right? We're accidental leaders. It's like, oops, I'm a leader now. And our team starts looking at us to lead us, but we don't see ourselves. 
And what's interesting is this idea of imposter syndrome, which basically says this, no matter how successful we become, we're always doubting our abilities. We're always downplaying our accomplishments and we're always afraid of being exposed. And I struggled with this for so long. I was very hesitant and scared to step up and lead because I thought if I did, that people would figure out that I really wasn't capable of doing it. And what I want you to understand is it starts, number one, with you acknowledging that this is going on in your head, learning how to manage your mind just like we teach you, but it's realizing this. It's understanding that the only way that you are going to become a great leader is through action. Leadership is a verb. Lead is a verb. It is active. You don't become a leader and then you just are. You got to do, right? The way that you grow is through trying and failing, getting better. But you have to understand that the process is the thing that makes you the leader. You can't sit on the sidelines and watch training videos and listen to podcasts and become a great leader. You got to get in the trenches every day. You got to have faith in the fact that if you can just show up in service of others and focus on their needs, you might not know what to do. You might not know all the words to say, but if you show up and you have confidence in your own compassion and love for someone else, in most cases, I found that will be enough. Now, when I talk about leader, here's what I know a lot of people think. Immediately, they're like, Bob, I don't have a team, right? I don't have a team. I'm not a leader. Well, what I want you to understand is if you don't have a team yet, it's because you haven't learned how to lead the most important person, which is you. If you can't lead yourself, then you're certainly not going to be able to lead others. Now, what does it mean to lead yourself? Well, it means that you show up every day. You do the work. You push past your fear. You acquire the skills. You manage your time. The basic things that it takes to create results, that's what it's about leading yourself. Look, leaders are not born. Leadership is a skill that any one of you can develop. You've got it inside of you. You just aren't cultivating it because you're not showing up enough. So that's really where I want you to understand there's never going to be the perfect time, right? You got to start today. And when you begin to think like a leader and believe like a leader, you'll start feeling differently and your actions will start to translate. And then all of a sudden, that's when the results that, you, that have been eluding you start to show up. But it starts with you mastering your own mind and then following through with action. And remember what we talk about, stop feeding your fears, start building your faith. Start understanding that you don't give yourself credit for what is inside of you and your ability to be able to connect with and help people and inspire them and contribute to them to help them grow. Most of us, if we did half of what we were actually capable of, we would literally astound ourselves. And that's the thing I want you to realize. Let me kind of pull this whole discussion together. When it comes to these three identities, business owner, network marketer, leader, I just want you to understand you already have everything inside of you that you need in order to become an extraordinary business owner. doesn't matter if nobody in your family has ever owned a business. You need to be the one that breaks that cycle, that changes your family tree, that shows your children what's possible. You need to realize you can own what it means to be a part of this profession. Be proud to share it with others and that you do have the ability to lead others in a way that only you uniquely can. And once we learn how to really own these things and we start acting like that today, that's where things begin to change. So 
I hope you got some value out of this episode today. And I want you to think about the things that I shared with you today, right? A great exercise in my mind would be this. Take a sheet of paper, write down the three identities I just gave you, business owner, network marketer, and leader. And I want you to ask yourself, what's holding you back from owning these things? I want you to ask yourself, what are the thoughts or the beliefs that you have? Who do you think you need to be to be successful in this profession? Uncover some limiting beliefs around the area of network marketer. When you look at leader, you know, what's keeping you from being a great leader? Why do you think you can't do that? Ask yourself the same question for business owner. Start uncovering some of these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and shine light on them. And then when you've got those on, on that sheet of paper, ask yourself this, are these thoughts and beliefs serving me to reaching my God-given potential and making the impact I want and creating the business and the life of my dreams? And if the answer is no, then you have a responsibility to change them. That's the episode for today. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, let me know, share it with someone else, and I'll see you real soon on next week's episode. Take care.